Get out of this water. Oh no, it's too cold. Oh. Hello everybody. Welcome back to the Tales from the Magic Box podcast. For another uh, slightly calmer episode. Oh no, I can't say that because... Yeah, this is confusing for me because... Um, this is now, but the episode's coming up uh, like weeks ago for me, so <laughs> it's just very confusing. So I'll, I'll get to that in a little minute, but um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a chilly morning, it's a Sunday morning. It's um, actually World Pinhole Photography Day today. So I am heading out do a little bit of pinhole magic. It's um it's been absolutely fantastic weather recently. Cracking flags. It's not been particularly good for taking pictures. Blue skies and bright sun. The evenings have been quite nice but I've not been getting out that much. Um, yeah, it's a bit nippy this morning, it's chilly, um, I think there's been a cold, cold air coming, it's not frosty or anything, but there's some clouds in the sky, it's like, it's actually pretty gorgeous light really, perfect day for pinhole, it's overcast but not white out, so some light's getting through. Although where I'm going, probably no light's going to get through. So yeah, it's, it's good. If this keeps up, it'd be an absolutely gorgeous day for any kind of pinhole work. Um, and I'm heading to a location that's very close to home. It's about five minutes away. On foot. That's about one minute away to drive. But I fancied the little leg stretch this morning. I've got, um, I've done one of my chores. I've still got some to do. But I thought I'd get this out. The light is probably not the best it could be, but hopefully it'll be okay when I get there. By that I mean the sun, position of the sun. So yeah, it's not a, it's not an exciting adventure today. It's not an extravagant trek or a big hike somewhere. It's a little bit of local, local fun and local interest. Which is sometimes just what you need. You know, it's not all um, big adventures, sometimes it's small adventures. <laughs> I've, uh, if, you hear the, if you hear this flapping sound, it's because I've got my water shoes on. And they're slightly too big. So I'm flopping around today. <laughs> and water shoes should give you a clue as to where I'm going. I'm going down to the river. Because I was here hmm, maybe two, two weeks ago now, maybe three. Um, because I walk past it all the time. But the river was quite low the water levels down and I wanted to have a little explore so I went down into the riverbed with Dante and I had a look around and there were loads of nice trees there that I'd never been able to access yet well I had, I've just never been down at that time so I found all these trees and compositions and 
thought, hmm, definitely worth the trip down. So I actually came down with the Holger, but I think I went at the wrong time of day and the images came out really dark, so I didn't bother doing anything with them. Underexposed. So I'm going to try something a bit different today. Well, different, not different for me, but more, um, I think more profitable in terms of nice images. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I've got a bit to talk about today, which is going to be strange because, well, in my mind, you see, hmm, I kind of want to begin, but I kind of don't want to begin talking about this yet. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to do it, I'm going to talk about it. So, I, I'm going to go down to one episode every two weeks, for a bit. I didn't want to do it, I'm not happy about doing it, but it's become necessary since my return to work. Um, it's just chaos and I am so tired that even this five minute excursion is its probably not going to help me throughout the week. Um, and I spent my <laughs> I spent my couple of weeks off, uh, not not the self isolate weeks because I was still working from home, but the couple of weeks I had off for Easter, I spent, and you're going to hear about it in the next few couple of months. I spent busy, busy, busy. Oh boy, there's some really good stuff coming up for you guys. Good large format stuff. But it did mean that when I went, when I've gone back this week, I'm just shattered, and the amount of work I've got to do, and it's not the physical. I mean, it is because the way the way it is at the minute, it's just physically demanding. But it's usually physically demanding. But this time, because of extra stuff, government guidelines, and things that are changing all the time, it's it's taxing on my brain. And it's usually a pretty demanding job in terms of thought and effort. But this time it's just crazy, so I don't want to talk about it too much. But that's where I'm at. I'm pretty tired. And, you know, I was going to go out on a big trek today. A couple of weeks ago I kind of planned, oh yeah, I could go there and do that. Could have a drive down to somewhere and have a look at this local landmark. And I've woken up yesterday and thought no way no way you driving anywhere to do anything so i'm taking this opportunity to do this and i'll talk about what i'm doing now when i get there but i just wanted to let you know that coming up it's going to be every couple of weeks um i've got i think i've got five episodes so if i find the energy to do more in between then I'll go back to a weekly schedule. But I think for the next, I don't know, certainly the next five weeks, I'm just gonna be super busy. And after that, I'm probably still gonna be super busy, so. Yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be interesting. So that's kind of my first bit of news. Ooh, the campsite's busy. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, so the schedule's going to change a bit, but the episodes I've got coming up, the five or six I've done, oh boy, they are good stuff. Real good stuff. And I think you're going to enjoy them. And I'm not going to give away anything now, but I think you're going to enjoy some of the extra bits and bobs of content that I've got prepared for that I'm preparing. The other reason I'm kind of going down to a two-week schedule is uh, I've not edited any of these episodes yet. And so the time that I'll be spent out doing this, I will be spending editing and putting them together and recording image reviews. Because, you know, they're all developed. 
and they're all scanned and edited it's just the episodes that aren't done so hopefully I can get on top of that with the bit of extra time that I've got plus and I keep mentioning this I've got other other creative projects that are going on which I hope are going to be more and more important in the future so I kind of want to devote a bit of time to them and maybe I'll talk about those one day but not for now so that is where I'm at in terms of scheduling um, I won't talk about specifics but there's going to be a bit less no I'll talk about that in a minute when I get down here I'm literally there now nearly at the location but I wanted to tell you that because um, I didn't want people thinking where episodes missing and why isn't it up um, I'm not bothered really about oh my goodness the water level's really low <laughs> oh no but the light's good I hope that cloud stays where it is um, yeah, so I know listener numbers have gone down a little bit, but I'm not, I am bothered of course, but it's not a, you know, I'm not super concerned because that's not why I do this. But I didn't want people to think that I was giving up and going away. I wanted people to know that I am still producing work, it's just that at this time it's a bit trickier and a bit more labour intensive for me, so I wanted to make that clear and be open and honest and you know while I'm not super duper happy about it this is the way I've got to go just for now I'm planning to come back but like I said I've got lots of stuff coming for you and uh, I've got some plans for more bigger adventures going forwards with other bits of time that I have coming up so there will be plenty of stuff to listen to and see in the future and I think I think I found a bit of a new direction to go in with this show than what I had planned so that's something that I'm going to be talking about not now but way on down the line Ooh. let's talk about now because I'm here and the lights the light is changeable but okay so when I came down here before um, basically there's the river home which is on my right and you can hear it and on the left here is some old Victorian engineering which basically used to be part of the mill that is now where the camp that is where the campsite is now um, the mill was a, a textiles mill and they made fabric and this location where I'm at is part of the dyeing process for that fabric so they bring it down here, wash it and dye it and use the water from the river and all this stuff's still here it's old and broken and knackered but it's still here and you can actually walk as I'm about to do now and get rid of cold feet in the old dyeing works which is marvellous because in the uh, you know in the 200 years since um, all these trees have grown and it's beautiful and in this morning light it's glorious and looks really nice so I'm going to spend a bit of time photographing the trees and the roots and the reflections down in this riverbed And uh, I'm going to start, I don't know, let me think, I've got, I'm on frame 4, I can't remember whether I'm on frame 4 and I've taken it and forgotten to wind on or I'm on frame 4 and I need to take it because in, <laughs> in, oh dear, this is why going to a two week thing is going to get confusing for me, in... 10 weeks time you're going to hear the first half of this roll being shot <laughs> 
<laughs> I think. Um, so I've got four, five, six, seven, eight. I've got five images. But I did bring another roll with me, which I will use if I don't get a fat roll, which I don't think I will. The Strange Find has been pretty good recently. Um, but I hope that I don't get a fat roll. So I've got my light meter and I don't know if I talked about this at the time but I've actually tied a big string around it so I can put it around my neck so that I've got it nice and safe because if you remember Wilt Falls in Scotland last year I actually dropped it in the river Uh oh! Just dropped my light meter in the water I'm going to have to dry that before I do anything else Oh no! And I thought it was broken and I've been through a very terrible time recently of uh, thinking that the light meter was dead so I am very pleased to announce ahead of time that it's not <laughs> so you've got to listen to me stress a lot about my light meter I'm still not 100% with the caffeinol business yet though no, you've heard all that in the bottom of the middle episode, what am I about? Yeah, you've heard all that. I've still not got that image, you know. Still not the way I want it. So, four, five, six, seven, eight, plus potentially eight frames on thingies. So I think I've got a good chance of just blasting through some film today. Which is good, because we don't do that enough, I think, with pinhole. I've got into the mindset the minute of um, focusing on well I'm, I'm very keen on composition as a as a tool and I'm quite happy with how I compose things um, and what I've been doing is doubling up and I don't know if I need to double up so much here but I do think I need to bit, take a bit more time with my images so I think I've got all day, I don't need to rush anywhere. I think I'm going to take a bit of time and just have a look at some compositions because essentially I've got this very small stretch of riverbed. I've got a fantastic tree roots over there. I've got a nice view looking back along the river here. There's not much water, it's all fairly still water, so I should get some nice reflections. I've got a view looking back that way with some reflections. I've got a view looking down this way with some reflections. There's just compositions all over the place. Now, it would probably be better with colour, even though there's not much colour here. But I need to be aware that the Strange Finder does distort things a hell of a lot, which is good and I like it. So I need to be cognizant of my foregrounds, I think and what I'm placing in the foreground and why I'm placing it there and how I'm placing it there and there's a tiny little wren just flowing into a thing over there so I'm going to set my light meter for 200 I'm shooting fp4 at 200 as is my typical thing and I'm going to meter there I think it's fairly It's fairly dull light, so I'm not, it's not dull, it's overcast, like I said, it's not, it's diffused, diffused, that's the word. But sometimes there is some nice light that pops through. So obviously I'm not super focused on uh, contrasty scenes, but the sky is quite bright and the, the ground is quite dark, so I'm going to be the main thing that I'm looking at on the ground is about 10 and 11. Now 11 is at middle grey at the minute. I don't know whether this is going to be too dark. I might put 9 on zone 4, 10 on middle grey and 11, but then will it be too bright? No, let's go with the other one. So I'm looking at about 10 seconds. Yeah. I'm looking at about 10 seconds, so I'm going to put my light meter back because it's just clunking around everywhere and then maybe I could take this bag off and leave it somewhere even though if I do that I'll probably forget it <laughs> oh dear 
Um, my first composition I think I'm going to make is looking up this way because I'm hearing it looks nice. The thing is, I could just zip through this entire place and take all my pictures. I could do this in about 10 minutes, no problem. Um, but I do want to take a bit more time because I am trying to appreciate more the value of being outside and being you know surrounded by this wonderful place so I'm going to take my time even though it's a bit chilly it'll warm up pretty quick I think it's been gorgeous weather recently so we're going to spend a bit of time right composition one if I want the reflection in uh, oh, there's so much good stuff here I think what I might do, do you know what, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna get all the shots that I wanna get. I've got enough film, and <laughs> now I've got very cold feet. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, I'm gonna have to get out of this water. Oh no, it's too cold. Oh. Right, I know where I wanna put the camera, I wanna put it right there. So I'm quite low, tripod on its, smallest setting and I've got a really nice rock in the foreground I hope I get some reflection but I probably won't I'm not too bothered so that's gonna be that I'm gonna get out the water so I'm not causing any ripples and then I'm gonna take off the lens cap and jump out of the way because I don't want uh, I don't want to be in these shots hat haul Okay, here we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And you know what? I just got a bit of light then. I just got a little flash of light on my scene, which was wonderful. So that one was. Um, there's like a mossy rock in the water and I've put that right in the foreground uh, there's a nice tree in the background and I've kind of pointed looking up at that every time I turn around there's there's what I perceive to be a great composition but I don't know whether it actually is a great composition right next one there's some rocks there the water's warming up a bit on my feet now which is nice Ooh some rocks there and some reflections so um, I've got there to move these twigs yeah I'm very keen on oh man it's cold I'm very keen on composition and working on making compositions right and even though it's pinhole you can still make good compositions and compelling compositions you've just got to understand your camera and how your camera works so I know, for instance, more or less, where I need to be with this camera to make good, compelling images. And I know the kind of things that work and the kind of things that don't. And I think I can be a little bit... Um, I don't know, I think, like I say, I understand this camera quite well. And I kind of know what will work. So for instance, this scene that I'm looking at, Hi everyone, just a quick message here just to thank you for listening to the show and that every single listen and every single listener is massively appreciated. It really does warm my heart to know that so many people enjoy the show and enjoy hearing about mine and Dante's adventures in the world of photography. If you would like to support the show and contribute to buying film, buying chemicals, organizing trips and equipment, then you can. The coffee page has got some more stuff going up on it and I'm gonna be a little bit more active on that going forward. If you feel able to, buying me a coffee would go a long way to helping make the show possible. If you have any comments, questions or suggestions, you can get in touch by emailing tells from the magic box at outlook.com. And of course, all the images from the show are available to see on Instagram. Tells from the magic box podcast is the thing to search for. And if you really want to get in touch, Twitter is a great way to do it. You can message me 
or just join on one of my random chats that I put up there at TFTMB. I always enjoy hearing from people and it's great to know that the community is out there. As it stands right now, my zine is still for sale and I'm running a special offer at the minute. You can buy zine, Strange Finder in Oxford, which is images from my trip to Oxford last year. And with the last nine zines available, there's only nine left, you can opt in to get a limited edition colour print from Scotland. There's two prints available, there's the red phone box and the rusty roof. So message me if you're interested in those. Details are on social media. Alright, let's get back to the adventure. Yeah, so I'm just going to um, change my composition a little bit because I think I can do better with this one. I just had it pointed at two rocks, which was okay, but not amazing. So now I'm going to do my favourite thing in the world, which is upside down camera. We all know how much I love that. But I'm doing this to get closer to two rocks I've got in the foreground, which I really like. And I really want to make part of the shot. Now the problem with upside down camera is there's every chance that I'll end up with uh, with these with the tripod legs in shot, which has happened before. But you never know, I might get lucky. Right now, I've set up the tripod and what I'm gonna do if you go to the coffee page, you'll be able to see a video of me um, talking about my composition. So I'm going to talk about it on here, but you won't be able to see it unless you go and watch the video. So it's going to be a bit of a, an experience. And if you like the video, buy me a coffee. Alright, so I'm at this Riverbird location. It's World Pinhole Photography Day, and I am about to take an image and hopefully it will work. I'm just going to shift over a little bit actually. There we go. So I was, I did have the camera back here before but I thought it was going to be a little bit too wide. So my composition is these two rocks are going to be in the foreground and then this tree is going to be in the background. I'm hoping to get some of this reflection in which is really nice. Now the rocks are going to kind of make up most of the frame, but I reckon that I might get up to about here on the tree, and then I'm definitely going to get to maybe down here on the water. So it's, it's a case of knowing your camera when it comes to pinhole compositions. I know that this one's quite wide, and what I tend to do is just, I just kind of put my finger on like that, which is the angle. I know the, the edge of the frame is here, and the pinholes in the middle. So if I just do that and then point upwards, I kind of know where it's going to land. And the same pointing downwards, it's going to be about there. So it is a bit of potluck, but if you know your camera, you kind of start to know where things are going to land and then how to kind of predict where they're going to be. So I definitely wanted these two rocks in opening out onto these trees. So we will see how it works. I've already metered, so I'm not going to bother doing that. I know it's going to be 10 seconds. And this, for anyone who's interested, this is upside down camera. This is the tripod upside down. Um, so I know I've talked about it a little bit, but this is how it actually looks. And you can see my rusty bolts, which is no good. So here we go. This is... Did I actually wind on? Yeah, look, I wound on, but it shifted. It shifted a little bit. So I'm just going to wind back to frame 5, there we go. I don't have to be dead on the numbers because I'm shooting 6.7 on 6.9 so there's a lot of gap between the frames but um, you know that's how it is. So I'm just going to go 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, Eight, nine, ten. Ooh, there we go. That's the composition, what well, the exposure made. And that's basically how I do it. I look at what I want to get. I think how, first thing is I think what do I want in the frame? So I wanted these rocks and this tree and this reflection. They're my three elements. 
and then you've got to think about how best to balance that up so obviously I wanted to try and get the reflection in between those two rocks I don't know how well it's going to work but we'll see and then I kind of use the camera to see what's going to be in the frame and go from there so it does work most of the time sometimes it doesn't but most of the time I'm pretty accurate with it and that's just come from experience this is the only pinhole camera I use so I've got to know it pretty well um, so I think my next composition actually might be this tree here but I would also like to get let me just wade over here in this stream bed it's, I've got all to myself there's no one else here it's lovely so before I was stood over here and looking back it's quite a nice scene so I'm thinking it might be a nice landscape shot but the problem is I'll have to be pretty close maybe stood here somewhere because this will be tiny in the frame this will be tiny in the frame and what I kind of think is when I'm thinking about how small things are going to be in the frame it's um, I think back to the old man of store in Scotland because those pictures I took on top of that mountain that store is enormous it's absolutely massive but this camera made it look quite small so you've got to I gotta kind of think how big that was how close I was and then I mean I don't think there's I'm trying to think if these trees are near the size of it I think they must be getting close and so if I'm stood if I'm stood there which is about as far away from the star as I was it's gonna be tiny so that's another thing to consider if you really if you oh look Look at that. Just found a piece of nice pottery in the water for those people on the podcast. And I know people, <laughs> if you're listening to this, you're going to be going, what is he on about? I've just been talking about trees and composition. Um, and now I've just found a nice piece of pottery in the water. Yeah, so pinhole composition is good if you get to know your camera and you're really serious about making exposures and compositions. I know lots of people like to just point at it and see what's what, but I... Um, I like to take it a bit more seriously because I find that a lot of fun but I know it's not for everyone but I just wanted to give you a little insight into my process and what kind of things I do so what I'll do is I'm going to go right down there in a bit podcast people I'm getting back to you in a minute um, what I'm going to do is probably take that wide shot maybe take that reflection shot and then I do want to have one coming looking back the other way but I'll show you that in a minute so yeah that's kind of my thoughts right I'm back there's little wrens jotting about everywhere so I've taken that composition now I need to wind on otherwise I'll forget and then I want to do I've just talked about doing a wide shot looking up the river which like I've said is going to be tricky but I'm going to I'm going to do it and see how it looks because I do feel like it could be a nice composition it's essentially what I was doing a minute ago but from less close so oh, doggy coming not my doggy he's still in bed so yeah it's gonna be interesting so I'm, I've got the tripod a bit higher now oh and there's some gorgeous light and I'm thinking this is gonna be a a landscape orientation oh no I need to wind on I need to remember to wind on yeah so the, the coffee videos are going to be um, hopefully there's going to be one for every episode but I don't think there is at the minute I think there's one for two episodes coming up in the future but I thought they'd be a bit better because I want to do a bit more of coffee push uh, I think I don't know if I mentioned it last episode but I think I mentioned about wanting a new camera bag and any coffee donations they're getting are going to go towards that but I do want to make a bit more of an effort with it because I feel like there's more we could do with it and I don't know it's a good good thing oh two grey wagtails have just landed right I've got a bit of light on the scene I'm composed 
and so I'm hoping that no the light's gone now but it's okay I'm gonna take it anyway hoping I'm gonna get some of the reflections in the water in and I'm hoping that the stuff in the background isn't gonna to be too small and that I don't get too much sky I have pointed the camera down a little bit but I'll probably point it down a little bit more just because I want to try and minimize some of the sky because sky is no good because it's just not very good but the reflections are nice so with my cold feet I'm going to take this I'm just trying to see if it looks level or not it probably is level um, I think I'm going to get lots of things in shot. There's a bit of litter over there which I don't like, which I don't know if I should go and move or not. But, uh, oh. But we'll see. So, here we go. This is going to be the shot. Frame six. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, Okay, get the lens cap back on. There we go. Oh. Right, that's that. That's good. Um, yeah, coffee videos. Uh, I, I obviously <laughs> the, the thing to do would be to go on YouTube and really make a go of it, but it's just not possible with the job that I do. There's no way. There's no way I could commit that amount of time and have that kind of. Um, public facing role just because of uh, safeguarding concerns and things shouldn't really be talking about it now but it's just not possible I would love to do it I really would but I feel like on the coffee page it's it's not very well known only people that listen to the show are going to know about it so it can't really hurt in that regard and I thought it would be good because it is nice recording the audio but sometimes I'd like to be able to show you more of what I'm doing and how it relates to the final image because sometimes it's, I don't know, there's all this stuff about sharing your process and making it a bit more open and I really do believe that if people can see how an image is made then it will help them understand how they can make theirs maybe improve so if I can show you how a pinhole image is put together and what the actual scene looks like compared to what the final image is maybe that could inspire some people or help some people I don't know so I thought it would be a good idea even though it's a little bit more work for me and if you're enjoying it please tell me because I'd love to know if I'm doing the right thing if you're not enjoying it, please tell me and I'll take that into consideration as well. And if you do watch one, it's going to be put up for free like everything is because why not? But if you do want to, um, or if you feel able to, just if you feel able to chip in a coffee, that would be great. And like I say, all, all the coffee money that I get goes towards buying film, goes towards buying chemistry and I'm doing a push at the minute because I need a new camera bag and I do complain about it in an upcoming show or maybe I did it in last week's episode, I can't remember but the one I've got at the minute, well the two I've got, I can't take anything with me if I go on a long hike I just basically can take the camera, it's not comfortable, it's not good for my back so I do need a new one and any coffee donations will be most welcome. Right, so I've got a decision to make now. I'm on frame seven, so I've got two more, even though I've got another roll. And my decision that I've got to make is, do I want to take this kind of image, looking the other way with the reflections, um, which is really nice. I've got a rock that I can use, and then some nice reflections there. And 
I've got this image here which, I'm, which I've turned around I've got a tree reflected in this pool and this is the one that I saw a couple of years ago and I wanted to shoot on large format so the decision I've got to make with this composition is do I include there's some rocks in the foreground here which is kind of leading the stream do I include those in the composition or do I focus purely on the reflection I have enough film to do both I have to say so I think what I'm going to do is take take this image from here whoa that's not very good it's better yeah I'll take this image from slightly in the water slightly away from the rocks and then I can take the other image from uh, further back so I've just got to wait for the ripples to subside now and the problem I'm going to have is the roll of film is in my pocket it's in its foil wrapper so I hope this hasn't fat rolled if this is fat rolled and I take it out I'm going to be very upset because there's lots of nice images on here but I've got nowhere that I can change it easily okay I've got some nice sun I'm going to take the shot one two three four five six seven eight nine ten yeah I don't think it has fat rolled but it's um it's a bit difficult to tell I'm just gonna wind on and see it's crunching a little bit but has it fat rolled I don't know I don't think so the only place I can really do it is up my jumper because my jumper's red right frame 8 the winding on this camera is the worst bit about it for me oh the sunlight is just gorgeous morning light is really nice it really is magical right if I want to get these rocks in it's going to be tricky I have to get really low down oh, should have brought the smaller tripod okay good 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 there's so many nice reflections it's really nice so um, I've got this last frame on this roll done and I've included these rocks in the foreground here so as you can see I've got some really nice light on the scene I'm going to take the shot one two three four five six seven eight nine ten and just like that the light went away <laughs> So with this shot I've pointed the camera down a little bit because I want this this to be the main kind of thing and then the reflection sh I should be getting up to about here in the background so it'll be interesting to see how that compares on the final image but that was my thinking is that I, if I point it down a little bit then you know I'm looking I'm looking I might get the bottom of this rock in but this will be pointing up to where I want it to look or maybe it'll be pointing over there somewhere I don't know but it'll be more interesting than just the composition I took before it's hard doing audio and recording right now we've got the tricky bit of changing roles this is the problem with having a homemade camera is that it doesn't feel like it's fat rolled but I really don't want to ruin these negatives so it's gonna be a disastrous little thing if I'm not careful I should have brought oh I should have brought my changing bag damn it right I'm going to stop the recording because I just want to make sure this section is good and then oh my goodness it's going to be such a long episode okay good news it hasn't fat rolled which is great so I'm going to put the next roll in now 
and uh, oh no. ago I brought out some very colour to actually the next episode shoot and I didn't finish it I think I shot three frames and I brought that roll instead of some FP4 now the problem is could shoot it but I don't have any colour chemistry because it ran out so there's no way I can develop this film in time for the image review for this episode so I don't know what to do I can't really send it off processing because uh, I mean I could but I'd never get it back in time. And I can't afford new colour film at the moment. Uh, colour chemistry. Unless I order one of those Technol one roll kits. But that seems like a bit of a pointless waste of time. I'm going to have to go home. Blinky neck. Right, I'm going to go home and then come back out because I've still got stuff I want to do here. And, uh, oh man, I just had a great conversation. I was just I was just packing up. I don't know if I've put the, the last bit in, but I've got that second roll of film out. And there was nothing, it was it was different stuff. I'd, it was colour film that I couldn't shoot. I can shoot it, but I only the chemicals, so I didn't bother. But as I was packing up, I started to come home. Because my plan was I was going to go and get more film. But I don't think I'm going to now, because I've got stuff I need to do. And the sun's kind of gone. This. Yeah. This um this fella walked past me and says, Hey, what what are you shooting with then? So I just told him there's a pinhole camera that built. Turns out he's a friend of Mr. Andrew Sanderson and he's just got um I turned my recorder off, I could have recorded it all. <laughs> he just got a, a Yashika TLR and he was excited to get back into shooting film as a sports photographer. And he was saying that he'd sold all his equipment and he was really sad about it but it was, uh, yeah, so really nice to meet another film shooter who's who's been in the business and is working as a professional photographer and wants to get back in shooting film. So that was great, great little conversation there. So I'll have to see if I can see out, watch out from the end of the future. So I've got a decision to make now because I'm going back to get more film because I'm not I shot all that film and I thought I had some FP4 so I wanted to do some more but I don't know whether for this little outing I've got enough you know and I've done enough because I haven't got everything I wanted to get but it might be nice to go back because I've finished off a roll I can develop that roll now and be happy and I don't know whether going back is just um, just an excuse to go back because I do feel kind of guilty sometimes 
I don't go out all the time and I know I've been out quite a lot but I was looking yesterday it was bright sun I thought you should go out you should be out there making images and I've talked about this a lot on this show but I do put a lot of pressure on myself so maybe because it's a pinhole day I've been out I've shot with my pinhole Maybe I can just say that's enough, that's good, I've been out, I've done it. I can relax. Because the... I'm excited to be out. And I do kind of want to go back and shoot those other pictures. But I'm doing it for the sake of doing it. And maybe... Maybe I've got some good images here, I don't know. And the trees aren't going anywhere, I can go back another time. So, I don't think I'm going to go back out. I think I've done done my pinhole photography day now and I'm aware that I need to do I've got some shopping to do and housework to do and at some point today I do need to have a rest because I'm back to it tomorrow so I do have to be aware of these things and I've just gone completely the wrong way on the way home so, um, I will, I will call it there. Have I gone the wrong way? How can I be lost? I live here. I've not gone the wrong way. I'm a freaking moron. Yeah, so I'm going to call it there. Um, it's been a good day, good morning, good hour or so. I've made five images and I don't know if I feel like it I might go out this afternoon again but we'll see I've got enough to do I think so yeah that's that's my little contribution to little pinhole photography day I'll see you for the image review on these images and I'll catch you for the next one in a couple of weeks time that was a very enjoyable shoot and even though I did get cold wet feet I had a lot of fun and I enjoyed being out practicing with my strange finder I don't get out with it as much as I've wanted to recently but um, it's always nice when I get to because it is so much fun to shoot and I really enjoy using it and I'm always even now after uh, after using it for a year or so I am still surprised by the images and the quality of the images I get out of it. I'm not bragging, really. Um, I'm just saying that, you know, this camera, it does what I want it to do and it makes images that I'm very pleased with and very proud of. So, yeah, I am I am surprised when, well, when it works, to be honest, um, considering it's a handmade camera. So, the images for World Pinhole Day this year are just marvellous. I am really, really happy with them and the kind of mood and atmosphere that they have captured of this place and they are precisely really the images that I wanted to capture and wanted to get. So I've edited, thinking how many have edited? One, two, three, four of them so far. Um, I'm, I, I've scanned all of them and I'm going to talk about a couple of the others um, but three of them are just sublime and then one of them is okay 
And then the other ones I've scanned but not edited to completion because I didn't think they were, you know, of the of the highest quality really. Not 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 high quality but not what I wanted. So the ones that I'm gonna talk about are the two rocks. I call it two rocks and this is one wired upside down camera and I'm looking towards this tree and I've got everything I wanted to get in the frame the water is beautifully still and the reflection is gorgeous the two rocks are very well realized I probably could have done with being a bit closer because the rocks are not foreground they are mid-ground and they do get in the way of the reflection it's not it's not the composition I had in mind uh, it's still a beautiful image but it doesn't quite work as well as I thought it was going to work so maybe it's one to go and reshoot but I've still edited it, it's, it's quite a nice image the tree reflection does go in between the rocks which is really nice um, and like I said the reflections of the stones themselves are are very good something I've noticed about these images uh, I didn't expect to see houses in the background there are houses nearby and it does ruin the illusion a little bit but I don't think it detracts too much uh, so in a couple of them there are houses, but um, yeah, I couldn't really do anything about it. I didn't expect them to be there, to be honest, but there they are, so. Oh gosh, my computer's given up. I'm currently trying to um, create the coffee video, and it's just been very slow. Oh, we're back. Right, so uh, that's the first image I wanted to talk about. And that's two rocks. The second one is the, I'll call it still water and stones. It's, uh, it's the stone that I had in the water looking towards the tree. And I really liked this one because the, the stick that I was looking at is really nice. The reflection is good. The water is very glassy and smooth. But it's the stones on the shoreline that I really I liked. Um, the detail in them and the texture in them is just gorgeous. There's another tree in the background which is uh, reflected very well. And it's just a beautiful image. I really would like um, my order myself a print of this one. Since my darkroom is still not up and running. But I don't think this one would print very well in the darkroom because it's quite a thin image. Uh, but yeah, the stone in the foreground, the, the rocks, the reflection. This is, this is a perfect strange finder image and I'm really pleased with it. Uh, the next one is, I've actually not, uh, maybe I have, I don't know. Uh, this is looking back towards the, um, back towards the water. I've actually need to flip this one. I didn't flip it properly. And it's not a great image. There's a lot of empty space in the bottom of the image, which I'm not too keen on, but it's still quite nice. And then the last one is the final composition, which has the, uh, the stones in the foreground pointing to they don't point to the reflection but they, they're pretty close and you know I really like this one because of the stones and it just captures the place really well but my favourite has got to be that other one uh, uh, which has the, the rock and the reflection if you want to go and see these I have put them on the coffee video so they are all on coffee and you can see me talking about how I made them and the general atmosphere of the day so if you do go and watch that and uh, enjoy it, then maybe you could think about buying me a coffee and I would be very appreciative. So yeah, I hope you had a good World Pinhole Day. Don't forget to upload your pinhole images to the website. I will try my best to put a link in the description. And I will see you for the next episode and be, um, be preparing yourself for World Pinhole Day next year. Okay, I'll see you for the next one. Bye! You have been listening to Tales from the Magic Box. Me and Dante would like to say a massive thank you to Mike Gutterman for lending us some of his music for this show. It really means a lot to us and it adds a whole other dimension to what would have been a pretty dull podcast otherwise. Also thank you to Kevin McLeod for his wonderful opening music and thank you to all you guys for listening. What do you think Dante? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll see you guys for the next one. Bye.